One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to dive into our Round 17 review today. Only the four games over the weekend, but pretty eventful games there. We kicked off on Thursday night with the Manly Seagulls at Brookie Oval taking on the Canberra Raiders. Obviously, a host of origin stars missing from this game. From the Manly Seagulls, you're talking DCE, Tommy Trevojevic, Jake Trevojevic. From the Canberra Raiders, their two best players, in my opinion, Joshua Parley and Jack White, and, of course, missing from this game here. And, look, I didn't really give the Canberra Raiders much hope to be honest with you. I feel like the Raiders... I've, I've been carrying hope the entire season. In the last two or three weeks, I just thought they're done. I thought that the Titans game was the nail in the coffin. I, I can't believe they came out and won this game, to be perfectly honest with you. And especially with the way this game started, when Dylan Walker scored his try, he was one of the guys we tipped for an anytime try scorer. He's always keen to take on the Raiders. We knew that from our podcast with him. He's not a huge fan of the Canberra Raiders, as we know. And yeah, I, just when Dill Walker just waltzed through, there really it was a pretty soft try. Let's be perfectly honest here. I thought, fuck, the Canberra Raiders, they are in trouble here once again. Then the Raiders got a heap of ball. They got so much ball without scoring that I was a little bit worried, to be honest with you. I thought Josh Hodgson through the center third, he looked unreal. We spoke about him last week. It had been a really big week for him. And I thought Hodgson played really well, especially in the first 25 minutes. He really got them on the front foot. But then they would get to the other end, and they would get repeat set, repeat set, repeat set, but they just couldn't turn it into points. And it's at that point, and this is where I get worried in rugby league, when you get so many repeat sets in a row and you don't convert it to points and you look up and you're still down 6-0, it can have a big effect on teams. And Ricky Stewart it was a really bold play to bring Tom Starling into this game so early. But he had the Manly Seagulls on the back foot. Yes, they were up 6-0, but they'd made so many tackles in their own end. And Sam Williams, he controlled the ruck really well. He had kicked perfectly. They'd done all the right things at Canberra Raiders. It just wasn't turning into points on the board. And this is where the experience of a lot of these guys, you know, you look at, you know, Sam Williams, as I said, a guy that has been around for a long time. He's a really experienced footballer. I mean, whilst he's probably only played 40-odd first-grade games, he might have played a little bit more, a little bit less, I'm not sure. He's played 
He's probably played close to 200 games in reserve grade, realistically. He's always been the guy, Sam Williams, that they talk about. He's the king of tape. So he's always, for example, if all the stars were there and, and George Williams was still playing, it would have been his job to mimic the way that Dylan Walker was going to play at training. He's got a really smart footy brain on him, Sam Williams, and he showed it the other night. He was really impressive. Um, And look, it took Ricky Stewart a bit of a masterstroke to put Tommy Starling into the affair, and straight away he broke it open. He scored a brilliant individual try that really turned this game on its head. Sam Williams, he waltzed through for another try in the 35th minute as well. As I said, I thought Sam Williams was unreal in this game. Very, very impressive. Uh, we saw the cam, uh, the Manly Seagulls put on a bit of a comeback in the back end, scored two tries in, in about 10 minutes or so at the end of the game. But the Canberraers, they just controlled this game really well. I thought Tom Starling was unreal when he came onto the field. Sam Williams was probably the best on ground for me. I thought Emre Gula obviously scored a try, but his runs, he was sensational as well. Came up with a few really handy offloads as well. So a fantastic win for the Canberra Raiders. I really gave them next to no hope of winning that game, as you guys know from listening to the preview. So <laughs> this competition, it is just so hard to get a read on these teams. Of course, the Manly Seagulls without Tom Trevojevic, we know they're a completely different team, uh, but I still thought they'd be able to do better than what they did against the Canberra Raiders, especially at Brookvale. If it was potentially down there in Canberra, maybe we're talking about a different narrative, but I really did not see this one coming. So well done to the Canberra Raiders. Supercoach-wise, for the Raiders' top scorer, we've mentioned him a couple of times, Sammy Williams, an unreal performance with 104. Emre Gula, 84. Tommy Starling, 72. Josh Hodgson, 64. Ryan Sutton, 63. Joey Tapanay, 59. Hudson Young, 55. Jordan Rappiner, 55. Jared Croker returned with a 51. Hadawira Naira, 44. Sebastian Chris, 40. Matty Frawley came out with a 40. Always seems to score all right, Matty Frawley. Uh, we have Xavier Savage, young bloke who was technically on debut. Uh, 25 supercoach points. Ryan James, 16 points. C.S. Oliola, 13, of course. An injury to Dunamis Lee, who got 11, which obviously helped the cause of Emre Gawler in that game. For the Manly Seagulls, Dylan Walker top scored. The first try score with 84 points. Ola Couture, 79 points. He was very impressive once again. He has to be one of the best finds of the season just quietly. Moses Suley, 71. Marty Tapao, 60. Lachlan Croker, 57. Kieran Foran, the skipper that night, 54. Sean Kepe, 53. Taniela Paseca, 52. Ruben Garrick, 51. A little bit disappointing from Garrick. It could have been much worse, but I think people were hoping for a lot better. Lawton, 46. Harper, 34. Uh, Sipley came up with a 26. Cade cast 14. And probably the disappointment of the night for Supercoach players was, of course, Jason Saab putting up 12 points. I heard the Whisperer talking in the week about, during the week, about how without Tom Trevojevic, he is a very different footballer. And he uh, he definitely d- didn't disappoint those stats there. A uh, very disappointing score for Jason Saab there. Hopefully, you didn't pay overs to get him in this week. Second game was between the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the North Queensland Cowboys. And a really good game. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. The Cowboys, they came to play early. Uh, Tommy Dearden scored the first try. Uh, A little bit of razzle-dazzle, just staying alive footy for that try. And then again for the Shane Wright try. Really sort of rattled uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. To think it was... Was it 10-0 after about 20 minutes? Uh, and then the Rabbitohs, they clicked into gear. Blake Taff, he was one guy that we tipped for an anytime try scorer this week. I thought he was really impressive. He got the first try for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Then the wingers, they clicked into gear. Tane Milne scored the next try. The next two tries, sorry. AJ, he scored the next two tries after that. Thomas Burgess, he came in with a meaty. As I've been saying for a few weeks, he is in career best form at the moment. Tom Burgess, he's looking unreal. Then Tane and AJ both got a try in the last 15 minutes each. So both your wingers scoring three tries each. 
The hero of the day here, though, Cody Walker. What a performance. Some of the pills that he's throwing around is unbelievable. Um, He's a guy that I know I last year compared him to um, Cliffy Lyons, and I heard Joey Johns refer to him as the closest thing we've, we've seen to Cliffy in a long time during this uh, this commentary, and I, I think that is just perfect to her. To represent what this guy's about, he has just got natural instincts that you can't coach. Some of the pills that he's throwing in, you know, he makes it look easy, but it's the timing, it's the angle he runs, it's the way that he manipulates the defenders, it's the way that he just, he has an instinct about him when he he just can sense when the outside man, when they've turned their hips just to that point where there's no coming back, he just, he just shoots it out like a gun. He's unreal, Cody Walker, and couple of the passes that he threw that were like no lookers out to AJ just so impressive as we said this morning Alex Johnson uh, he's a guy that if you have a look at his tries the game he's played he's only 26 years old he's a guy that could really compete for Ken Irvine's record we dropped a podcast about that on the weekend I highly advise if you haven't listened to that one yet go and have a listen to it a real deep dive there but Tane Milne I am so happy to see this guy doing well he's a guy that I've been a big fan of for a long time uh, started at the Roosters he's played at a number of clubs in Injuries have just derailed him constantly, and he hasn't helped himself off the field on a number of occasions. I know that when he left the Tigers, he wrote a letter uh, to the New Zealand Warriors, a handwritten letter. They sent it over there. He got an opportunity. He went over there. He only played one game over there, I believe. Played a lot of Reggies in the second row and at centre and on the wing. He's landed at South Sydney, back where his family is. His beautiful girlfriend, Casey, lives in Malabar. I used to work with her, a champion family as well, the O'Hares. And, you know, he's just found a home at South Sydney. To think he's keeping Josh Mansell out of this team, um, a very very impressive effort from Tane Milne and it took him a while to get on the uh, on the try scoring sheet he had a couple of close calls but the last few weeks the tries have been coming in plenty for Tane Milne he was also our Supercoach Rings player of the week as well Tane Milne with the top score there just just beating his teammate Cody Walker in that game so well done to Tane a sensational effort uh, South Sydney once again, didn't play 80 minutes, but geez, when the, the minutes that they do play, they are just close to unstoppable, unbelievable footy side. Supercoach scores for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Tane Milne, 131. Cody Walker, 130. AJ, 130 as well. Braden Burns, 76. I was actually a little bit disappointed in Braden Burns in that game, to be honest with you. I think it might be the best score uh, from not a great performance that I've ever seen, just quietly, unfortunately, for Burns. He did get subbed for Benji Marshall at one point, who came on the field. Not sure how much longer Braden Burns will be in this South Sydney system, realistically. He sort of of regressed a little bit from where he was a couple of years ago. I thought he was going to be an absolute gun. Injuries have played their role and whatnot, but he just seems to be a little bit out of form. Adam Reynolds, 68. Tom Burgess, 65. Harm Selle, he was unreal as well. He was massive. He is a very, very impressive footballer. He's another one that's left the St. George Illawarra Dragons, found a new home at South Sydney. I love what he's doing at the moment, Harm Selle. Very impressive. Jaden Sewer, 55. Cullum and Tungy, 50. Benji Marshall came on for a little cameo, 49 points. Blake Taff, 49 points. Liam Knight, 48. Mamazellas, 43. Mark Nichols, 34. Campbell Graham, 33. I know a couple of people brought in Campbell Graham as a bit of a pod. Very disappointing there. Copped a bit of a lemon from Campbell Graham. For the North Queensland Cowboys, top score, Jason Taumalolo, 87. Very impressive from Taumalolo. Back to the... uh, Tamalolo that we used to know. Shane Wright, 53. Scotty Drinkwater, 49. Reese Robson, 47. Arcee, 47. Tommy Dearden with the try, 45. Cohen Hess, 44. Jordan McLean, 41. Mitch Dunn, 41. Kyle Felt, 36. Tommy Gilbert, 27. Jarvid Bowen, 27. Uh, Tua Luggy, a disappointing 12 there as well. He's been going well the last few weeks, but a disappointing game there. 
Now the Sun was it Saturday night game? Sorry, the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Sydney Roosters. Uh, the Roosters won this one, twenty two sixteen. Obviously dominated by the last play by Sam Walker, and we're going to have a very deep dive on that coming this afternoon. So stay tuned for that after this review. About an hour or so after, we're going to have a deep dive. It's about a half an hour chat about the Sam Walker situation. And Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just the reaction to it, which I thought was unbelievable. But we'll save that for then, so stay tuned for that one. Look, I thought the Roosters, they were good without being great. Obviously, missing a couple of Origin stars. Victor Radley came back in, which really helped them. Defensively, I thought he was unreal. Made about 45 tackles. He was great. I thought Jared Rhea Hargraves, he was probably their best on the field. He is just an unbelievable footballer. What he's doing this year after starting the season sort of on the bench, he looked to almost be on the outs. So the way that he stepped up and led this team has been unbelievable. I thought Sam Walker, he had some unbelievable touches throughout this game. There's one pass that he throws to Drew Hutchinson, which just, I don't know, it's just a pass beyond his age. A kid at his age playing first grade, going that quickly, shouldn't be able to land that pass. And he just makes this stuff look easy. I know we, we, we love the big float as he does and the cutout balls but this pass if you get a chance to watch it he knew exactly what he was doing he was floating that ball into space to where Drew Hutchinson was going it's a real sign of maturity from him in a really quick instincts moment very very impressive from him thought Takiyaho was back to some of his best footy we've seen he had one knock on outside of that I thought he was unreal so Takiyaho Jared Rui Hargraves really leading this team around well. Joey Manu scored an unreal individual try. This is just what Joey Manu does. He's such a talented footballer, so hard to handle. For me, though, the highlight was probably Billy Smith. Uh, seeing him come back from a number of years of injuries to score a try. I think he scored the first try off the top of my head. Um, he was sensational. He was so good, Billy Smith. So good to see him back in first grade. For Canterbury, uh, a tough loss. They really deserve better, but they just couldn't seal it at the back end. And look, to be honest with you, a couple of tries they scored just off the top of the head of Lachlan Lewis, which is what he's capable of doing. Uh, it's one of these games, though, that shows in the modern game that when you've got momentum against you, you need to take a few punts. You need to roll the dice a little bit. Lachlan Lewis, he goes for a kick on second tackle, looks up and sees that no one is there. I mean, if you get the kick right, worst-case scenario, you, you, you get a repeat set, yeah? You've got to try and change momentum when it's going against you, though. In Canterbury, they really stood up in that moment, especially Lachlan Lewis. I'll tell you what, it was not a good night for, if your name is Kyle Flanagan sitting in the grandstands watching Lewis doing what he was doing. I think Jake Avarillo is pretty safe in this team moving forward. And if, uh, yeah, if Lachlan Lewis keeps doing that... Flano, he could be in a bit of Barney Rubble getting back into this side realistically. Josh Jackson as well, a fantastic shift from him. Same as Luke Thompson, very impressive there as well. Another guy that I thought didn't get the rap, so I thought he was really strong was Ogden as well. A guy that I saw a couple of years ago and I really did think he was going to be something special. He hasn't quite kicked on to be the player that I thought he was going to be, but I still think he's been very impressive recently. I'm a big fan of Ogden. Hopefully... Uh, this Canterbury team, they can start to turn around over the next few years. We also had on Saturday night, of course, the announcement that Matt Dufty uh, would be heading to the Canterbury Bulldogs next year. So very exciting times if you are a Bulldogs fan. 
Uh, we had Ben Bradshaw on fan and short for Fanatic on Saturday morning before this game. We both sort of thought, oh, we're giving Canterbury very little hope. I can't believe they only lost by six. A very good knock by them. Supercoach wise for Canterbury first. Josh Jackson top scored there, 76 points. Lachlan Lewis, two tries for 65 points. Nick Meaney, 65. Luke Thompson, 62. Back to where we want him to be. Ogden, as I mentioned, 59 points. Corey Waddell, 58. If you managed to get Corey Waddell off your uh, waiver wise the last few weeks, that was a really good punt to take. He looks like a good prospect. Dylan Napa, 49. Aaron Scoop, 43. Hetherington, 41. Katoa, 35. Avarillo, 32. Corey Allen, 29. Will Hopawade, 28. Joe Simpson, 21. And Atoni got a 9. For the Sydney Roosters, top scorer, Matt Ikevalu, 83. Uh, Satili Tupanua, 80. Joey Manu, 79. Jared Rhea Hargrave, 75. Sammy Walker, 65. Isaac Liu, 59 points. Victor Radley, 58. Taki Aho, 57. Nat Butcher, 56. Daniel Tupu, 50. Hacho, 48. Billy Smith, 40. Sammy Verrills, 33. Josh Morris, 30. Egan Butcher, 16. And Lachlan Lamb off the pine with 11 points there. Now, the last game of the week. I thought this was a really good game. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. This one was everything I probably expected it to be, to be honest with you. I was really looking forward to this game all week. It was the Cronulla Sharks up against the New Zealand Warriors. Bit of a disappointing performance by the New Zealand Warriors. I thought that they really hit the ground running. They looked unreal to start the game. Reese Walsh scored a great try off a kick from Dallin Matenis Lesniak. That combo I've been talking about for a few weeks, but it went the opposite way to what I was expecting. Uh, but the Warriors, they were just playing staying alive footy. They looked unreal. I, I can't believe they didn't score more points early, to be honest with you, and then more points late. The first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes, I thought the Warriors dominated the first 20, and then they dominated the back 20, but it just didn't turn into points. It was unbelievable. Uh, for the Cronulla Sharks, Sean Johnson, his kicking game was unreal. I had someone message me and say, oh, it reminds me of Cooper Cronk at his peak, and I thought, oh, that's a little bit over the top, but God, he is playing well at the moment. The other guy that I think isn't getting the raps he deserves is Braden Trindle. Now, we spoke all week about Connor Tracy being the one to watch at 5'8". Of course, he got moved to centre. Braden Trindle jumped in at 6. You will remember in the lead-up to the, was it the Perth Nines last year, we tipped Braden Trindle to be our guy to watch. We've got big raps on this kid, and he really is showing at the moment what he can do. The first try that Connor Tracy scored, a good little link-up between Braden Trindle and Connor Tracy. A great ball there. And then he took the line on. He really went into the teeth of the fence. He had... um. He had Ty Wilton on his edge there, and all the eyes went to Wilton, and some great footy from Braden Trindle there. Hamlin Uele scored a great try with an even better celebration. That was sensational. I really did think in the back end the Warriors are going to get the job done. When Roger Tuivasa-Shek scored, which was a brilliant play, great pass by Sean O'Sullivan. Bit of a mixed bag for O'Sullivan in that game the other day, but he came up with the goods there. He also had his kicking game early. was fantastic. The Warriors, they just didn't take advantage of it. That was the other thing. They had two repeat sets that they should have got at the start of the game. And I think Bailey Siren knocks one over the dead ball line that was touched by the Sharks. And then something else happened that they didn't get a repeat set either. And those sort of things, they matter at the start of games. They had the opportunity to really gas the Sharks and put some scoreboard pressure on. They didn't manage to do it. They got to the back end of the game, and I thought they created a heap of opportunities to score the Warriors. It was a pass that... Reese Walsh missed the mark to Dallin Montenegro's Lesniak. If that pass was right, the Warriors are only down by two points. Um, very disappointing from the Warriors, as it has been the last few weeks. You guys, a lot of you sold your stocks in the Warriors last week. I said I'm not giving up on them just yet. Uh, I, I still think they, they can potentially make the eight, but geez, it's getting harder and harder every week when they don't take advantage of these little moments. Uh, one, one thing that did happen, Sifatelikai did start. I know a lot of Supercoach people messaged me, got very excited. As I said to them, it's unlikely he's going to play 80 minutes. It's there. 
moving forward, I don't think. And as I sort of said to those people, he did move into the middle. He ended up playing about 60 minutes, which was good. But realistically, Supercoach score was pretty disappointing considering he played 60 minutes. Only got 31 points. So disappointing from Sifo. We're really not getting those high-end attacking plays just yet out of him. Uh, Supercoach-wise, in this game, the top scorer for the Cronulla Sharks was Trindle, 84. He was goal-kicking as well, which is a big plus. Aiden Tolman, 68. ULE with a try, 62. Connor Tracy, 61 with a meaty. Blake Braley, 54. Sean Johnson, 51. A lot of people that went heavy on Sean Johnson this round to bring him in because he was playing this week. 51, you're not disappointed, but you're not overly stoked with it realistically. Ty Wilton, a 48. I know a couple of people brought him in as a little pod. I thought he was going to score more than that personally. Jack Williams, 45. Toby Rudolph, 42. Woodsy, 41. Jesse Ramian, another guy that a lot of people brought in. 40 points there. A little bit disappointing. Sifatalakai, 31. Mulatalo, 30. Nakora, 27. Will Kennedy, 26. Sione Katoa, 15 there. Hiroti was on the bench for zero points there. I guess one guy to keep an eye on is probably Aiden Tolman. Some of the scores he's been putting up recently have been unreal. Another 68 there. Very impressive. For the New Zealand Warriors, top scorer Roger Tuovasa-Shek at 75. Reese Walsh, he downgraded to about 65. That could have quite easily been 100 if he got that pass right. Eli Katoa, 59. He's had a big few weeks. Adam Fanua Blake, a very impressive 58 points there for Adam Fanua Blake. He was very impressive. Wade Egan, 53. Matty Lodge, 51. Dallin Watenis Olesniak, 51. Jazz Vega, 50. Rocco Berry, 49. He had some fantastic, fantastic touches, Rocco Berry. Starting to see a little bit of the footballer that I've been talking about for a while now. I think he's going to be a real talent. Sean O'Sullivan, 47. Bailey Sheeran, 31. Ben Murdoch, Masilla, 30. Leeson Armour, 29. Bunty Afoa, 22. Montoya, 21. Jack Murchie, 11. And Cody Nicarima, another guy that a lot of people had in their side for this week. Very disappointing with a 7 there. Extremely disappointing for New Zealand Warriors and for people that brought in Cody Nicarima. As we said, guys, stay tuned. In about an hour or so, we're going to have our our deep dive into the Sam Walker situation, give a couple of perspectives and look back in the history of rugby league to when it's happened in other occasions and how we've reacted to those moments. Looking forward to bringing you that one about Sam Walker, guys. Stay tuned in about an hour. And don't miss tomorrow morning, guys. We've got our interview with Darren Brown dropping. Really looking forward to bringing that one to you, a champion bloke with a great footy story to tell. See you then, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 